Hey everyone, it's the Covenant Courses Podcast. Weston Brown here, and we're nearing the end of our study of Missional Essentials by Brad Briscoe and Lance Ford. And so today we're going to start to land the plane, and Brad Briscoe and I are going to be talking about the idea or the concept of biblical hospitality, uh, which is, to me, the place where all of this conversation about living missionally is really leading. It's actually leading to this place of hospitality, which is so critical and yet is so misunderstood by the church. Um, I'm not sure we get what biblical hospitality is, emphasis on the biblical. And so Brad's going to unpack that for us today. I hope you've been enjoying this study and um, I hope it's been a help to you in some way, shape or form. And so as we continue today, uh, be on the lookout for the ways that you could possibly begin to implement this concept of biblical hospitality into your everyday life. Let's get to our conversation. As we move into chapter 10, we've been talking about uh, engaging with our neighborhood, engaging with our place, praying for our place, seeking the welfare of the place where God has sent us. Uh, Chapter 10 is all about biblical hospitality. Um, I think most of us probably the word hospitality conjures some images, probably more like kind of Martha Stewart-esque hospitality. But uh, what is biblical hospitality? Yeah, so I always use the adjective biblical to modify hospitality here because of just what you said. Uh, when In American context, when we hear the word hospitality, almost everyone thinks entertaining. They think about entertaining friends or family in their home. And there's nothing wrong with that. But biblical hospitality is something radically, radically different. Um, so there's, there's a couple things here. First, I would say in the old Testament, hospitality really had to do with how the nation of Israel cared for, or were concerned about the marginalized, really, how did they care for the orphan, the widow and the poor and the stranger? So that that's kind of the old Testament. Well, you move into the new Testament, it's even more powerful, I think. And it's interesting, this word hospitality in the new Testament, uh, it's the word philoxenia. That's the Greek word. And if you listen closely to that word philoxenia, it's it's actually a combination of two words. It's the word phileo and the word xenos. So, so the word phileo means love and the word xenos means stranger. So get this, in the New Testament, every time you see the word hospitality, it literally means love of stranger. Or you could also say it means love the stranger. So that is radically different than the way we think of the word hospitality. And I just think that's that's a good place to start because I really do think recapturing uh, the true power of biblical hospitality, it just has to be uh, kind of a foundational truth in in missional living. I mean, like if if we want to really live as a missionary, if we really want to engage relationally with people, we have to recapture the power of true biblical hospitality. And again, nothing wrong with entertaining, but we yeah. have to recapture this idea that that we it's a it's really about uh, loving the stranger. It, it's about pursuing the stranger. Uh, it's about loving and caring for those that are marginalized. You know, we talked in a previous episode about materialism and just our relationship to our stuff. Uh, I realize that biblical hospitality can happen in a variety of environments, but. I think oftentimes the the focus is on one's home mm. and and welcoming people into one's home. 
what should our relationship to our home be like specifically? Like, how should we think of it and how should we view our home as it relates to this topic? Yeah. So several things there. First, um, I would say, I, I remember a long time ago, I heard someone make a distinction between hospitality and entertaining in our homes. And this, this isn't biblical hospitality, but I think this is a good place to start. It, it, here's the way they made a distinction. They said, when you, when you entertain, the emphasis is actually on you as the host. So think about that for a moment. And, and I remember this person said, what do you do before you entertain? Like before you entertain and have people in your home, what's something that you do? And everybody answers, oh, you clean, you pick up. <laughs> yes. And it's like, well, think about that. Why do you do that? And that's not a bad thing, but just think about what's, what's behind that. Well, in most cases, what's behind it is we're concerned with the reflection our home is going to have on us. So if we're going to entertain, if it's really about entertainment, it's about us, we're going to make sure our home is, is pristine and clean, right? But hospitality puts the emphasis on our guest. So hospitality, you're welcome. You're creating a space. You're creating an environment to welcome people into. And it's about them. It's like, what do they need? What, what, what can I do for them? It, the, it's not on us. So I think that that's the one place to start um, is, is just the reflection on, on our home. Uh, the other thing I would say is that uh, hospitality, it is about creating physical environments to welcome people into, but it's more than that. Uh, or it, in addition to that, I think it's really about a posture. So I've talked to people and we talk about opening your home up to strangers. I've talked to people that would say things like, well, you know, I live in a little flat in New York. I have like 550 square feet. I, I've talked to people that are single, like a single woman. And she says, like, well, I'm not comfortable having people you know, my place isn't big enough and I'm, I'm a single woman. Well, think about it in that case, it doesn't have to be in your home. So if it's more, it is about creating physical environments, as I said, but it's really about a posture that we take for the other. Like, are, are we hospitable in our posture towards them? Are, are we good listeners? Are, are we creating a place to where we actually listen to them and welcome them in? So it doesn't have to be our home. It could be in a social space. Like if, if it's, if you don't feel like it's safe in your home or, you know, there's something about your home that, that for whatever reason isn't welcoming, then find other places where you can be hospitable. Um, does that make sense that we can yeah, actually, yeah. we can actually be hospitable in other places when we think that it's, it's, it's more than just about environments. It, it's about the posture we take towards the stranger. Uh, yeah, I mean, one of the things you guys recommend here in this chapter as just an example is uh, providing hospitality at a local nursing home. That's right. Right. They can't leave their space, right? So we can enter into their space and create a place where they can be listened to. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, ho yeah, hospital hos hospitality, being radically hospitable doesn't have to just be in your space. We can yeah. we can actually. So here's one way to say it is we don't just extend hospitality, but we can receive it. So that's the other thing, even in our neighborhoods, like if, if, you know, Jesus didn't just extend hospitality, there was probably more cases where he received hospitality when someone would invite him into their space. And I think that's, we need to be mindful of that as well. There's people in our neighborhood, uh, maybe they have different background, cultural background, ethnic background, and it's actually would be more comfortable for them if we entered into their space instead of us asking. So like if someone invites you over for dinner, then we need to receive that. That's also being hospitable. Mm. That's good. I yeah, I, I think some about just how how much fear surrounds 
this stuff. Uh, I mean, even as you're talking about entertaining and the focus being on me, that that ultimately has some rooting in fear. Like I, I'm I'm so afraid of what other people are going to think of me. And I, I mean, it's one of the big reasons why people don't invite other people into their home is because they're worried about being judged. Like, what are people going to think of my my space? Isn't nice enough or clean enough? Uh, or something like that, like that, that is all just rooted in fear. And I love, I love that definition of humility, that, that true humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Mm. (laughs) Right. So it's just like, if, if the emphasis really is on those around me, uh, then I'm, I'm, I'm truly trying to become more concerned about them and their well-being than the way that I'm perceived or what they might think or not think about me. All right, there you go. Our next episode is going to focus in on what are called third spaces. Uh, That's actually a sociological term uh, that we're going to get into in the next episode. And this is an idea that was super revolutionary for me when I first learned about it. So I'm excited uh, for you to hear more about that. And I hope you'll join us for that episode next time. We'll see you guys then.